Welcome to the How To Dad Podcast. My name is Devin Pierce, and it is the 31st of March. It is the last day of March already. That just kind of like popped out of nowhere, didn't it? Or disappeared real quick. I'm actually, I have no idea where the month of March went. I know I was pretty much working full time though, so I know that is a big contributor as to why. I'm not really sure where the month went. It is what it is. So today is episode four of the How To Dad podcast, and our topic today is going to be remembering parent friends. So today is not so much about the parenting aspect of adulthood, but remembering you have friends. We're going to get into how to stay in touch. Um, I'm not going to leave you guys hanging. Today's show is late to start because we were moving, and then we decided to take the kids swimming. Posted a picture of that on Twitter. It was a good little time. We haven't gone swimming in a long time, us and the kids, so that was good. Today's topic is going to be a little bit different because I don't have a reference material or a book or a pamphlet to read quotes for you guys or to be inspired by. This one is completely an all-inclusive lesson directly from my noodle to yours. If you do decide to come in and chat with me live over on mixer.com slash howtodadpodcast, I invite you guys to come along every Sunday. Follow me on Twitter. I, If I'm late, I post it there. But typically, 6 p.m. Mountain Time here in Canada, United States. I'd love to see you guys in the chat room. You can bring along any questions you might have and keep the episode ever-changing and growing. So, as I said, tonight is more of a conversational topic. So we're going to be starting with a story as to what inspired this topic. This topic was actually inspired by my one-year-old's first birthday party. So how this came about is we, uh, we celebrated our kid's first birthday. We rented an indoor kids' play place. Uh, well, not the whole place, but we're, they have a little party room, and we rented the space for a couple hours or whatever the package is. And we invited to this particular event only parenting friends, pe- people with kids the same age or around the same age as our uh, one-year-old, uh, a couple people that have kids the same age as our older two, and then family. We kept it very much... Uh, all of our single friends or friends without parents, we didn't invite. They're like, it was, not to be mean, it was just, why would you want to hang out with a bunch of screaming children? It was, I mean, even for us, it was a bit much. There was a lot of, a lot of kids. There's, I think, three birthday parties going on at the same time, and it's not that big of a play place here in town. It's, uh, it's not small, but it's not tiny either. It used to be the bowling alley many moons ago, many, many moons ago. We enjoyed the company of everybody who was there. And afterwards on the way home, we discussed how nice it was to see all these people. And, and we had a great turnout. Like there's more people for my kid's first birthday than there was for my birthday last year. My, my spouse doesn't celebrate her birthday. So we don't, we don't do much for that one. And our kids, we typically just do a family thing for kids these days. It's just easier. <laughs> I think as they get a little bit older, maybe we'll start inviting a couple friends over. But so far, that hasn't been the case. But yes, we discussed on the way home how nice it was to have time with other adults and have the kids be entertained by other kids and 
just getting to see all these people and seeing all these people in the same place was actually really cool because not all of them not all of them we knew if they knew each other or not and stuff like that so it's kind of cool when you when you realize that you have mutual friends with other people and like oh you know this person too oh that's so cool yeah um or just even for certain people to put a face to a name because you've talked about them with that person before as well it was a really fun overall experience and that's what it brought us to this topic because at the same point in time when we were talking about how great it was to interact with our friends and family and parents of other children you tend to become friends with your kids friends parents uh kind of the the norm i guess as you as you enter into that stage but at the same time we came to the realization that we fail the majority of the time to be good friends to any of our friends whether they have kids or not it's not intentional you know you get busy with your kids you have the change of priorities if you're new to the whole parenting thing or even relationships can do that too and then you have the work schedules my spouse has been working six days a week uh for the last couple of months now and i went from working kind of part-time to more or less full-time with uh the company i work for is another driver may be going on maternity leave right now she just requested two weeks because she was feeling a little tired but even just having any number of children you're so focused on your kids that you kind of forget that you have other relationships that still need your care right so this is something i'm sure even non-parents can relate to in today's crazy world that we have of all the things you know everybody's connected to an organization or a hobby or a group or a sporting thing or something plus they all have jobs plus you know you're not the only friend that your friends have right so not all the relationships we have are going to get the same amount of love and for some reason it's our friendships and ex- and extended family that tend to suffer the most uh, when you get lost in the day-to-day monotony that is your life there's many factors that will lead you to giving our relationships and that i've said this a few times already the term relationships not just friendships but because you need to realize that your friendships are a relationship and a lot of the same key factors that go into building your relationships with your children or with your spouse also go into building a strong foundation for your friendships so with our friends they're kind of like plants that's a good analogy that i've heard a few times before and i've seen um in different programs that i've done if you have seven plants all those plants are different plants but they all still require sunlight, water, and some form of grooming or attention. Your friendships are the same way. If you decide to only water three of your friendships, and you give one of them sunlight, and two of them you talk to once in a while, because it's been proven that plants do enjoy being talked to, much the same way, you got to give your friendships the same kind of attention and similar needs need to be met in order for them to be strong long-lasting friendships but what can we do about it well i have a list here and we're going to go through that together and then at the end of this podcast i'm going to have a homework assignment for you guys that'll help you get started if you're still not really sure what to do or who to start with 
if you have kids of your own, well, you got a shoe in. This one's nice and easy. Make a playdate for your kids. Use your children's relationship with another child as an excuse to get together with other adults and perpetuate your friendship. Use a local event. Now, this can be something like live music or an art night. Uh, here in the town of Whitecourt, we have the um, party in the park. I believe it's in June now. It used to be in September, which I liked better myself, but the weather is nicer in June. Yeah, whatever. The nice thing about this is there's already a thing going on. And then your communication with the other people goes towards filling in those gaps between performers or uh, during breaks at, say, an art night. And put your phones away and pay attention to the person you're with. Just FYI. The other thing about that is you might run into other people. Pay them respects. Show them, you know, that they are important to you by saying, hi, hello, how are you? But if you are there specifically trying to strengthen one relationship, focus on that relationship. Give it the attention that you want to give it or that you wanted to give it at the start of that evening. Don't let yourself get distracted. And that's the high risk at the local events uh, option. So just something to consider in that. This is a great one. This is an amazing one. This next one. I love this one, especially if you are a non-parent friend to a parent. Offer to babysit. The reason why I say that is you tell them, hey, I'm going to come by early. I'm going to bring some coffees. We can catch up a bit before you go. This is a really great thing to do for someone who has uh, children covering for them so that they can have a date night with their spouse. Allowing them to build a relationship, a stronger foundation of relationship with their spouse shows how much you care for your friendship with them. Hey, buddy, I don't want you and your spouse to have a lesser relationship. I'm going to babysit your kids this weekend. Why don't you guys find a place to have dinner? I'll bring some coffees over or something. We have a little chat before you guys head out and get caught up. Sounds like a great plan. Investing time in that type of an interaction also as a non-parent. I mean, even as a parent, you can offer to babysit other kids, other people's kids. But this is especially an awesome one for a non-parent friend to do for a parent friend. Because not only are you showing that you care about their relationship with their spouse, you are showing that you want to be a part of their lives, even though they are a parent now. And it also allows you to establish a relationship with their child. And as a parent, your children and people having relationships with positive relationships with them is huge. So by being friends with your kids or your friend's kids, don't be friends with your kids, be a parent, but being friends with your friend's kids can help strengthen your relationship with your friends. A little domino effect that occurs with that one. This next one here is a really great one for extended family members, that kind of thing. So like cousins, aunts, uncles, grandparents. It works for anybody, but I would especially use this one for maintaining relationships with extended family. And that is schedule a coffee or a meetup, such as a lunch, uh, on a regular basis. My mother does this with two of my cousins. Uh, the one more common than the other, just because of scheduling things. But my mother really looks forward to those dinners with my cousin, and they get get all caught up in all the things that are going on in her life and what's going on in my mom's life. And it allows them to 
sit down and have a lunch during their lunch break with someone that's not from work, that isn't their spouse, but is still really important to them. Especially in today's busy, busy world, we tend to really value our break time, such as a lunch break or a coffee break. So showing that you want to spend that time with that particular person shows how much you care about them because of the way we value those times in today's society. So let's say you're sitting down, you're having coffee with a friend, whatever might, the case may be, and you decide to bring up a hobby of yours. Such in my case, my hobbies are podcasting, YouTubering. That's the right way to say that, but whatever. YouTubing, geocaching, Munzee. Geocaching is a great one that I can be like, hey, you know, the kids and I are going to go geocaching this weekend. We're just going around uh, the lake here. Why don't you tag along, have a nice walk for the day, and we can get caught up. And, you know, you never know. You might convert a muggle into a geocacher. That's always a good thing, too. The more players, the better. Or, on the flip side, you're talking to your friends and they decide, hey, I'm going this weekend to go geocaching. Have you heard of it? Or maybe they don't really care if you have or not. <laughs> you're not a very nice geocacher then. Or in my case, uh, friends of mine like to go fishing. Um, suggesting, hey, well, if you're going fishing this weekend, you mind if I tag along? You know, even if it's not really your thing, it's just an opportunity for you to uh, by showing an interest in a hobby or an interest of another person, you're showing a deeper interest in their lives, which reflects positively on your overall relationship. So even if you don't like geocaching or you don't like fishing or whatever your friend is into, just tagging along just for the conversation can be a good thing, unless they prefer not to talk at all. Some fishermen are like that. My grandfather is like that. Talking too much, you're scared the fish off. Only ever went fishing with him like once, and I caught the biggest fish that weekend with a toy fishing rod. He was mad. This next one is really good, and that there's multiple ways to go about it. Now, this involves text messages, emails, and phone calls. Whether it's a long-distance friendship or family member, and you just say, hey, you know, I really miss talking to you. What time of the month is the best time that I can call you? Or what's the best time of the week I can send you an email so we can get caught up? Or sending a text message, even. And you can set reminders in your phone's calendar so that you don't forget about doing these things uh, once you pick a date and time to do them. If you're an Android phone user, I don't know if there is a function like this on iOS. I use Android. But I know this is there. You actually have the ability to schedule a text message. Now, if you're like me and you tend to forget that somebody asked you a question and then it's like, 11 at night, 1 in the morning, 3 in the morning, and you're like, oh yeah, I was supposed to message this person back. That's a great way to do it. You put in your answer <laughs> to their question, and then you schedule it for a more reasonable hour, so you're not waking somebody up in the middle of the night because they 
don't know, silly and don't put their phone in do not disturb mode because there are people like that. But show them respect, sending them to them the next morning with an apology. Sorry, this is so late, blah, blah, blah. And whatever the case may be. So that's really cool if you have an Android phone to be able to utilize that to your advantage. Let's say you decide that, let's say your kids are a little bit older. So you go ahead and you schedule text messages for, I'm going to bring up this calendar of April here for the visually, for those who are watching the YouTube replay or live in chat. Let's say you decide every second Monday I'm going to message child A. Every third Wednesday I'm going to message child B. And every second Saturday I'm going to message child and everybody I'm going to get messaged on the 19th of every month. You can actually sit down on the first day of the month and just go through and schedule all those messages. And it can just be a, hey, how's your day going? Scheduled for this date, this date, this date, this date, this date, this date. You have to type them all out, but then you just randomly get a text message back from your kids going like, hey, well, my day's going good. How's yours? And you're like, oh, that's great. They thought of me. Oh, no, wait. I thought of them at the beginning of the month. Eh, whatever. This is awesome. Now you have an icebreaker that might just show up at the right time. You never know. Um, Along with scheduled emails or text messages or phone calls, I kind of forgot about snail mail when I was making my list. You could do that. And there's been some studies done. I'm so sorry that I forgot to, about snail mail because I actually have some cool facts about it but i have no references for this for these facts right now it's been shown that people receiving actual physical mail feel more attached to that physical mail than they do a digital email text message or even a phone call the fact that you took the time to write a letter mail a letter and that it took time to get to that person seems to build up this anticipation or even this um, expectation of it just, it's going to be awesome just because I actually got something in the mail. It's not a flyer or a bill. Especially since for most people, that's all they're getting in the mail in this day and age because everybody's sending text messages, emails, or phone calls. It can really lighten up a person's day to be like, oh, cool, I got a letter from so-and-so. That's really awesome. How nice of them to send me this. It's a more old school way to get a connection with a friend, but it's pretty awesome. <laughs> I remember I did actually did a little bit of an experiment and sent postcards out to a bunch of people um, a couple years back. And uh, the number of people who were like, well, why do you want my mailing address? Okay, so I can send you mail. Well, why would you do that? Because I want to be nice. And send you something? Oh, okay. <laughs> I must have the conversation like five out of ten people that I had to get uh, physical mailing addresses off of. Which is okay, you know. But it, it was quite entertaining. That's the end of my list. I would love to hear what you guys do to keep your friendships strong. Uh, whether that is friendships with parenting or non-parenting friends. What do you guys do? What kind of hobbies are you into? Whatever the case may be. 
how do you keep your friendships strong? You guys, let me know on Twitter at CrownSO. That's C R O W N E S S, the number zero. Or via email, CrownSO at gmail.com. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit me up in the under the bridge there where all the trolls live and uh, let me know how you guys keep your friendships strong. Now, here's that homework assignment I was talking about. If you're not sure where to get started with building backup or establishing a friendship, this is what I got for you. You're going to take a piece of paper, lined paper so you can keep your stuff organized, and a pen. This is not lined paper, but this is a pen. You're going to take this thing. You're going to write down, I used the wrong writing lesson. I did like Wright Brothers. I'm pretty sure that's not the right way to spell that, but whatever. I knew what I meant. So you're going to take your pen and your paper. You're going to write down your closest friends and family, the people you have the strongest, healthiest, best relationships in the world with. However many people it is, you're going to put that on one piece of paper. And you're going to take a separate piece of paper. And you're going to write parents you know and have a friendship with that you would like to be better friends with. Don't go too crazy. You just come up with like, Six to eight names at max. Because there's more lists. Then you're going to take a group of non-parent friends. You're going to write that down. Uh, these are people you could be or were better friends with at some point. Maybe because you became a parent. So you're going to pick that group and get the same kind of list together. Six to eight people. And the last list you're going to make is the people that you are acquaintances of but are labeled as friends on social media so you don't really know this person maybe you knew them back in high school or something silly like that or their co-worker or something and you like them well enough that you added them on, on facebook as a friend those types of people all right then what you're going to do is you're going to pick one or three names depending on how big your lists are and how much time you have to invest you pick up the three people from each of those three groups. I would start with the ones you thought of last. Because people that jumped into your head right away, well, they're already at the forefront of your thought process. Oh, yeah, this Bob. I haven't seen Bob in months. And eventually you're sitting there, well, who else? Oh, Frank. I haven't seen Frank in probably close to a year. Start with Frank. Start with the people who have fallen the furthest away and rebuild those ones. That's just my suggestion. You guys do what you want. Now you're going to take your lists of your couple of people from each of your three groups. You're going to compare them to the people from the first piece of paper that were your close list of friends and family. You're going to ask yourself a couple of questions. Why am I closer to these people on this list than the ones from this list? It helps you write these things down. And then how can you use those things to bring these other people closer to you? Make them into your next circle of friendship. Right? Those are your two questions you're going to ask. Like I said, write them down if you have to. I would actually recommend writing them down so you don't forget. And it'll allow you to work through your thought process better. And then answer these questions for each person or group of people if it's a couple. And 
write it down in a plan to make it happen. So you know, I'm closer to these friends because of this common hobby or interest. Well, maybe your plan is to simply ask these other people if they have a hobby or interest that you might share, right? Simple, don't go crazy overthinking it, but just, I'm gonna, this is what I know, this is what I'm gonna do, and that's how I'm gonna get it done. Three steps, that's it. I just wanna say thank you guys for listening. If you're listening audio, thank you guys for watching. If you're live in the chat or on YouTube in the replay. As I mentioned last week, the dad's class is still on hold. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see the mess that's behind me on my couch. That was clean last week, but I needed to empty boxes out so I could move more stuff. I will let you guys know, I will probably let you guys know via a podcast uh, when the Dad's Class episodes on YouTube are going to happen. Um, still do not have my game consoles ready so I can start back up on the Twitch. And again, I'll let you guys know when that happens. Now for the closing. The How To Dad podcast is owned and hosted by myself, Devin Pierce. And is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Like 4.0. This international license has all rights reserved. This podcast is currently available live on Mixer every Sunday, usually at 6 p.m. I do a replay video that is edited of all the blank spaces and voids in my conversation on YouTube. And that same version gets compiled into an audio-only file for the following audio podcast distributors anchor apple podcasts google podcasts spotify breaker overcast pocket cast and radio public if you guys have a suggestion for the show please get in touch with me i previously mentioned my twitter and my gmail account at crown so or you guys can leave me a comment on youtube good luck everybody i know you can handle this 